Welcome to uh, the Survivor's Guide with Nazim Hussain. I'm here with the usual uh, gang, Amy Ruffle and James Milsom. Uh, how's it going, team? You were talking before the introduction with like mm. quite a lot of enthusiasm and then you brought it down sort of five levels. No, you guys, yeah, I know, but like uh, when I was, I was speaking enthusiastically with you guys, but that was the, that was the peak. I'd peaked and now for the <laughs> podcast listening audience, I need to start low again. Build, 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 build. They'll know when they get there. They'll know. (laughs) Okay. They just got there. This feels like a tough place to start, I'll be honest. (laughs) It's very difficult. Hey, um, I don't know if we should talk about this now before our guest comes on or um, I don't know if this is a bit – we've got – this is a special week for James and I, Amy. Because this week our other podcast has just been released (gasps) on another platform that you have to pay money for (laughs) on Audible. James and I went to Sri Lanka. We did a podcast called Rogue Son. And, uh, man, what an experience. I thought I liked him before the trip and by the end of it I definitely oh, I love him. We're, 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 we're brothers now. But it's a great experience. What do you reckon, James? Were you worth listening to? I mean, you did probably the lion's share of the work. Most deaf. Yeah. I think it's really, it's, yeah. It was touch and go for a few uh, on a few occasions there, and I think that in time, in like days to come, months or years to come, even we will be able to disclose some of the reasons why it was touch and go and may never have been released. But for now, yeah. <laughs> including including um, um, we had to we had to had to retweak things because uh, I, I would have or we would have been breaching defamation laws. There was some oh. um, stuff to do with threat of death, abduction. Mm. Um, all sorts of, you know, all sorts well, of stuff that I don't even know how to... reason to pay the money to listen to this damn thing. I wow. would freaking... <laughs> I'm sure there's a way to get a free trial. Try that out. Yeah, I, I want people to then report back to us and, and, like, just see if you can spot who the character in the series is who was actually a, a government informant who was spying yes, who, who, was, who was... Have a guess who the guy was that used to uh, be the editor of a state-run newspaper for a president that has been accused of war crimes who was driving us around, a guy who was once a patron of a refugee organisation that looked after refugees running away from Sri Lanka. We will send you a free T-shirt. We'll we'll send you the T-shirt that Naz is wearing now. What is it? The prize? Uh, It says Isolation Vacation. Right. Oh, God. And I won't even, won't even wash it. So it smells of the, the fear that I'm reliving right now. <laughs> that. But anyway, let's get on to this podcast. Because I reckon people are like, what, this, what the hell? It's like a podcast in a podcast, a promo for It's ridiculous. But today I'm very excited because um, uh, this is actually, you guys don't probably know this. Today's guest, well, she never used to be a guest in my life. She used to be a housemate. We lived together. We spent way too much time together as colleagues, um, you know, so the line is blurred between friends, colleagues. Can, you know, we've, we've, we've just we've cooked together, we've eaten together, we've slept in the same oh. house together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm, trying, I'm just trying to make it salacious. We want to get people listening in. Um, but it's not. Mm. In fact, it's hugely platonic. Should we change all that? <laughs> I've seen... I'm just wondering when to speak. I'm really wondering when Wait. to speak at this point. But you okay. will know her. 
Everybody else will just know her. Everyone, the general public, and you too as well, will just know her as a, a hugely funny, successful comedian. You'll see it on Rosehaven, The Project, Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Um, please welcome Susie Youssef. Hello, friend. Hello, hello Susie. <laughs> hello, platonic friend who nothing has ever happened with. <laughs> <laughs> The more you say it, the more it sounds like a lie. And I know it's yeah. not, but you're digging the hole, okay? <laughs> yeah, no. What have you done, Nazim? It's literally the opening moments of this. You've advertised <laughs> another podcast and spread rumours about you and I. But I can no. confirm that we I can confirm that we did live together and that we ate meals together. That's Where, about the only you? truth. We just sleep in the same so apartment together. We slept in the same apartment. Yeah. So the more that you make it, you think pausing <laughs> up and say slept in and then you're pausing. Why are no, you doing I, that? No, if I said we slept together in the same apartment, that's more confusing. Yeah. Yeah. But we well, def- this is going to get edited, no doubt. <laughs> Oh, this is um, all good stuff. <laughs> good. Um, no, thanks, thanks for coming on. See, how, where are you living right now? Uh, I am in Sydney in Newtown. I've been here since uh, since March because I was in Melbourne for three months at the end of last year, beginning of this year. Who, are you living with family at the moment? I live with one housemate. You're sleeping with a housemate in the same... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I often say we sleep together in the same house. <laughs> we actually live in a haunted pub. It's an old converted pub. Really? What? Yes, and the windows rattle and there's ghosts everywhere. What's what? the nature of the, like, do you know any specific ghosts? Uh, this is the, no, well, we call one of them Prince Edward, um, but we don't really know any, any specifics, which is just a feeling. They don't seem to be dangerous at this point. But wait, okay. have you decided that it's haunted or have you, or have they, have the ghosts told you that this place is haunted or have other people told, how do you know it's haunted? Other people in the flood have said that it's haunted. Mm. I don't know if it's just a, a myth. Mm. I don't know that I believe in haunting necessarily, mm. not close off to any idea, but there's, there's things that happen. Really? But I feel like, what's, what's, no, about what it, things happen? Yeah. Like, like, like doors slam shut when there's no wind, windows rattle when there's no wind. Whoa. Um, yeah, it's just that sort of stuff. It's pretty weird that that's the only sort of shit that they do. They just like, <laughs> and blow the people up. talk about it being haunted all the time. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if okay. you've seen the film Ghosts, Nazim. It's actually really hard for a ghost to affect anything in this <laughs> realm. Like they have to really? use quite a lot of energy. Yeah, or like get they so, have to ball up all their anger, and then yeah, and but then seemingly they don't point. need. Yeah, exactly. They what? Or or to. Well, and they're, they're that baddie in the train. Well, but and except then, and this is what's making me think of you, Susie, mm. sleeping together in the same apartment with a ghost. <laughs> um, the, to, they, Patrick Swayze didn't seemingly need to ball up any anger to get so sexual. See what I'm saying? No. I, I haven't seen the Please movie. Neither do more. I. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's. I don't. I'm on, I, I'm on Naz's team on this one. If I was a ghost, like, do more than just rattle doors. Like, you yeah. can literally do anything, and that's what you choose. Yeah, like, that's what they choose. Steal food. I don't know. Okay, however, if it's like as James is trying to des- describe, that it's a really difficult yeah. act to cross over and have an impact in the other world, and that's what, fine. Yeah, but how come it's so is. easy for us to 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 call upon them? Like, I remember I was doing scouts, the scout hall. We got to sleep over one night, and we all just sat in a circle and. Andrew Barth said... Is this said, when the, uh, the teenager had a bag full of condoms? 
<laughs> no, that was cadets. Anyway, I'll talk about that later. But basically, um, or not, actually. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, no. But we all did just held just, hands. Did you just say it's so easy to summon ghosts? Yeah, so we just, all we did was we <laughs> sat in a circle, held hands, and this guy called Andrew Bath just said, everyone just concentrate. We were in year six or five even. Concentrate and uh, try to get the spirits in the room to come into the hall. And so we all concentrated. And then the, uh, the flyers on the notice board started flapping a little bit. Oh my god! So it was, and oh, we were just like kids. Okay, so flyers flapping is more mm. impressive than doors slamming and windows rattling. Is that what you're saying? Your <laughs> ghosts are better than my ghosts because of a couple of flyers. Also, <laughs> my ghosts aren't hurting anyone. If they want to flap, like if they want to flap flyers, rattle windows, slam doors, and not like kill me in my sleep, I'm fine with that. But are they slamming I, doors I after you've said something offensive about ghosts and then like stuff <laughs> you, Susie, and they slam and, and leave in a huff? No, I'm never saying anything offensive about ghosts. I love the ghosts here. I don't want them to get angry at anything. <laughs> so why wouldn't they do something nice to you that, like, turn the kettle on? Why do you assume that the ghosts, like, even care about what's happening in our realm? Why couldn't they just be living there? Like, we're not the centre of the every universe, are we? No, but it's just like they're, like they're like the rebels <laughs> that are just mucking around with, like, like the people. Okay, I don't know if you guys know. Also, sorry. Just coming back to your story, you were bagging this ghost who could only flap the posters on the wall or whatever. You guys didn't do shit to that ghost. No, we didn't. Well, we all freaked out you and, and yelled. There. Yeah, we did. But what I'm trying to say is it's very easy to get into their world. You, know, oh, you, you didn't get in their world. You didn't get into their world, no, we mate. No, we didn't you get into their world. You were holding hands with a bunch of other boys and some flyers moved. <laughs> one girl. Like there were ghosts. There was one, one, girl. Girl. Yeah, one girl. And, and everyone was, like, trying to hold a hand. <laughs> <laughs> I think 12-year-old Nazine is the same as modern-day Nazine. <laughs> we actually slept together in the same hall that night. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Did you know, like, a lot of people, like, it's so weird. Ghost culture outside of, I think, the West is thriving. Like, if you go to, you know, Singapore, Sri Lanka, everywhere, the Middle East, they talk about, like, so in, in the Muslim tradition, they talk about jinns. I don't know um, I don't know if you've heard about so people say jinns will often it's like a they're like humans but they're ghosts <laughs> and they live under <laughs> trees they sleep so they say don't piss under a tree because you might be pissing on a jinn's house where so they is live. A gin, is a jinn just a ghost? It's like a they're like they they've got will they're like people they do things as well. Do they they're communicate just, with humans? They uh, apparently. Well, I don't. I don't really know a lot about it, but I think they can see us. We can't see them. But then some say in the afterlife, it's the other way around. Yeah, of course it would be like that in the afterlife because you're in the you're crossing over to their side. No, nah, well, because we're, we're, yeah. they die too. No, nah, they're not dead. They're not like the undead. <laughs> they're born. They oh, have okay. No, see, this is since there's a misconception between gins and ghosts. Ghosts are just like dead people that are like now okay. hanging around. These are like they're born, have a lives, marriage, university, okay. probably. <laughs> Except yeah, that their universities are under trees, so don't piss on, <laughs> on trees. No, that's where they, that, their universities. Well, that's their no houses. disrespect to jeans. I've just learned about them. Yeah, yeah, okay. No yeah, you might be in one of the universities now. It might be haunted houses. It could be. People have got a lot of misconceptions about these things that they've never heard of. <laughs> Listen, you, I'm going to get you a book. I've actually got like a couple of gin books here because it's like, <laughs> cause I'm very interested in it. But there's stories of no, intra gin human <laughs> relations and marriages. How? If they and, and half chin kids. I don't know. Well, because, okay. That's I don't, just a man's desperate plea to not seem so single, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could tell you more so that you know I'm not just talking shit, but 
It's tr- you're going to say You've one day. You've got a couple of like, gin books. How come you haven't got any knowledge to impart here? Exactly. Uh, Can you read these books and then we'll do a uh, podcast where we yeah, talk about them? Yeah. A gin podcast. I just <laughs> don't want to say the wrong thing in case I piss them off. We've been informed that your superpower is uh, feeding people. Yeah. I'm not sure if I read that right, but does that mean no, like literally true, feeding up, people uh, in their mouth or like not putting it into their mouth, oh, okay, just okay. supplying them with food, and not even right. cooking, just making sure that I'm, like I'm not I'm better at just mixing things. Like I'm quite good at making Rocky Road, but mm. that's just melting and mixing things. That's not even cooking. But that's what cooking is, isn't it? Cooking sounds bigger than it is. It's just <laughs> no, mixing things. Like at some level, it's quite big. It's quite complicated, but not okay, the way I'm gonna be honest. Do it. Curries is just mixing things on a stove at different times. You're just putting in things and just mixing it. I love curry. I think, but I think it's about the right amount. You know, you can't have like one marshmallow. You can't have one teaspoon yeah. of chocolate and heaps of marshmallow. You know, it's a- but what we're doing right now is we're simple. Like you've simplified something that is actually quite complicated. Like to make a good curry is <laughs> yeah, okay, quite complicated. Like, I will say no one's ever complimented me my curries. <laughs> But it's literally melting chocolate and pouring it on stuff and stirring it around. Like it's actually oh. that. That's all. And then you just put it in the fridge overnight. I've never met. So that's literally you just basically melt chocolate, pour it over stuff. Yeah. You can put it over any, pour it over like anything sweet basically works. Uh, I mean, there's a, the standard recipe is marshmallows mm. and peanuts and then you pour mm. that and sometimes mm. jelly cubes or whatever. I mm. put salted mm. toasted coconut. Mm. Because it's delicious, oh, yeah. and I put pistachios on top and um, freeze-dried raspberry dust. So I've oh. gotten fancier at it, oh my God. and I'm good at it now. Wow. But um, that's like I'm 36 years old. I should mm. be better at something else. Did you know marshmallow? I did a uh, first aid course. Marshmallows <laughs> is the only thing. It's the only thing that in the windpipe expands. So if anyone's choking on anything, you've just got to hope it's not marshmallows because you can you can bash it out of them. But marshmallows if, like expand like, in the lung, in the thing. What about rice? What if there was like a ball of like slightly uncooked <laughs> rice? That would expand. Yeah. That's true. Shit, you're right. Yeah, As, yeah, okay. And so would like dry bread, like, a, like several croutons knitted together. Sultanas. Yeah. I feel like they if you guys did. asked these questions at the course that I went to, they would tell you off for not taking it seriously. <laughs> yeah, totally. But, and yeah. also, why didn't they tell you the way to, like, did they tell you the way to solve the problem of the marshmallow? They, it was literally just like a side fact and everyone was like, what? And then they moved on. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, if, if, you get, if you're choking on a marshmallow, you're probably going to die. I, and, and, and apologies to any listeners who have lost someone to marshmallows. Yes, apologies if that's insensitive, if this is insensitive. But if you're choking on a marshmallow and you're, like, first of all, you can't tell anyone that you're choking, presumably. <laughs> so you have to be, like, holding the dish or, the, like, the rocky road in your hand or something for the person. So like, would you just not try and resuscitate them or I think it's just basically, you just, I'll use my time talking to them and explaining to them that, you know, afterlife is going to be fine. You'll be able to see gins now, you know, because what's the, if you're choking, that's, that's, they're going to die anyway. You're just wasting precious minutes. I love minutes. the idea that you have, like, a card in your pocket that's, like, <laughs> benefits of dying and you see someone choking on a marshmallow and you're like, oh, I've got this. I'm not going to help you, but here are the things. That's... You can't. I think you can't help them. I think maybe you just need a vacuum cleaner. What if they were to pour, like, warm water down their throat or something? I know that sounds complicated. Oh, my God, hot chocolate. That melts marshmallows. (laughs) That would dissolve it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Pour hot chocolate down their lungs. Yeah. (laughs) 
Could they, <laughs> no, because that's where we'd be stuck in the air pipe, right? Because they're breathing. But then, so they got the marshmallow out, but then they're drowning from the chocolate, not chocolate. So then you've got to like see. Yeah, but gotta, what a delicious death. Yeah, I'm going to say, if I ever have yeah. to drown, I hope it's by chocolate. <laughs> yeah, totally. Anyway, so, so, so what is your, um, what, how are you so good at feeding people? Like, what is it about it that you, you're good at? I think that my family always kind of defers to food when we don't know what to say. Like um, there's a tradition <laughs> there's a tradition that if anyone dies or has a baby, you make a lasagna and you take a tray of lasagna, which is pretty standard across the board, I would say. A lot of people would do that. Um, but I feel like it's because we don't, they're, like especially with death, it's hard to know what to say to someone. So it's just like mm-hmm. maybe we'll just keep our mouths occupied with food. Yeah. That is so true. So what, has your family been around a lot of death? Is that how they oh, were so good I've, at it? I've been going to funerals since I was a little kid. Yeah. Like we were, I think I've spoken about this once before and I didn't quite realise that not everyone did this, but we used to go out and buy funeral blacks, which was clothes to wear to funerals when we were kids. Wow. <laughs> so you've got like yeah. a, a selection of funeral outfits in your closet. Not a selection. You just had to update the outfit as you went along. Bloody hell. Or get hand-me-downs from your sisters. Yeah, we like because we come from a big community. So yeah. and you like it's all about yeah, yeah. showing up to support in numbers. I think it would be similar yeah. with the Sri Lankan no, the Mu- community. Oh, Sri Lankan and the Muslim thing, death is like a very big part of the culture. In fact, in the Muslim tradition, they say you're supposed to try and remember death daily. Even at funerals, even after a funeral in the Lebanese mm. community, you go to a thing called the mercy meal. And it's not like cucumber sandwiches and tea. It is like a full-on feast. Everyone sits down at long tables and eats like it's catered for by like there's official wow. caterers or whatever. It's really full on. So what? Hell, what so mercy meal? Yeah. So sometimes it's really good. Um, you know, with respect. Um, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes if you're working, like because there's been so many funerals. So if we were at work, mum would call us up and be like, "If you can't get to the funeral, maybe just come to the mercy meal." And we'd be like, "You can't just go to the mercy meal, mum." She'd be like, "Yeah, you can." She'd be like, "Just come and have lunch and then go back to work." Really? So that's. I feel like that's the treat for going to the funeral. Mm. It's supposed can... to just all be about like I think. Well, gosh, I'm, I'm the worst Lebanese person. I think it's just about um, solidarity. Like yeah, just yeah. Keep that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So would you? So if you weren't doing comedy, um, would you be a mercy party caterer? <laughs> a, a mercy meal caterer? No. Nah. If I wasn't doing comedy. I think I would try and do gardening or something. <laughs> because you're so good at it growing up. Yeah, I'm so mowing the lawn so much. I'm mowing the lawn. No, just because I think it's nice to be around trees. Maybe that's maybe I've gotten weird because of this pandemic, but I'm I really like trees now. <laughs> <laughs> like there's some trees I, I took a photo of it. I have a fig tree the other day and I was like, I think I like this tree more than most of my extended family. Oh, my God. I think we've just found the quote for this episode. I really, I really like trees now. I really like being around trees. I think that's, like, a thing you know, like, when you're hitting that next age bracket, it's when you stop caring about, like, clothes or things so much and you're like, oh, I now want to, like, buy plants and I want to, yeah. like, buy a platter for the kitchen rather than, like, I don't totally. know, like, a that cool is young where person I am at. That is where yeah. I'm at. I have, I have three indoor plants that I've only like bought in the last three months or since March. How mm. long is it now? Who, Who knows? knows? It's it's matter. Matter. Oh, yeah. You know, well, yeah, yeah, since uh, March I've, I've bought three plants. Do you have any indoor plants? i got this one right here I just bought on a walk the other day. Um, nice. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. I've got to feed that 10 to 20 mils per week. No, And then another one here, which is a, 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 another, yeah, another nice. one. But oh, yeah. That one was flapping away. Is there wind in your house? <laughs> <laughs> the gins, the gins. <laughs> 
it's that, yeah, it's I haven't fed it for weeks, but it keeps thriving. So someone is, but um, so well, okay, so so entertain, so feeding people, right? Can we just just because we want the listeners there to take something away from this? I feel, and um, before you, we let you go, you got to give something to them. Um, where where where? All you do is take take take, Susie. <laughs> All I do is all we do is sleep together and I just take from this relationship. <laughs> I don't hope someone dies next, but um, enjoy the next Mercy Meal whenever that is. Thank um, you. Thanks, Susie. And yeah, thank you, Jake. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> thank, thank you, you. Susie. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you next time.